Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dialogo. This is your host, Josh. Today, I'm here with my friend, Jaime. You know, you're actually the first guest on the podcast, bro, so I appreciate that. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so, the whole reason why I started this podcast was to, you know, bring a few of my friends to this uh, studio that I created here and, you know, talk a little bit about our lives, our good experiences, bad experiences. We're not going to talk about sad about that much. But um, I'm going to let Jaime say a little bit of his background of what he does for a living and, you know, the projects that he has going on. So, Jaime, can you tell people about you? Yes, sir. So, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm going to let y'all know right now that there's going to be like an English, Spanish, Spanglish yeah. uh, podcast because de repente se me sale lo... Se te sale lo pasadino. Nah, well, uh, I'm 25 years old. Um... I I do a little bit of everything. I sell insurance. Um, I have a group grupo, uh, musician, and um, yeah, there's a little bit of you know a little bit of everything. And I have a couple projects that I'm trying to work on in the upcoming couple of years. Couple That's of what's up, dude. I, I like I said, I've always admired what you do with your music because I know that you love that shit, and you know it's. Uh, It's it's a thing to do it for a living because you want the money out of it, but it's another thing to do it for a living and that you like doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I know I've always said to you and your brother, Eric, that, you know, you guys are actually one of my favorite groups out here because, you know, you guys take the time to do like a little bit of everything. And like, you know, you guys bring the Norteño and you guys also bring the, you know, Bajo Sexo and like in the Tololochin type of shit. Like, you know, you guys could do it all. So if you guys ever want to like have good ass music in your parties. I'm going to put his Instagram and everything up below so you guys could hit him up. Um, but also, you know, uh, your insurance, uh, you know, career that's starting, uh, that's, that's just pretty badass. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going pretty good. Um, I work at an agency called the Rodriguez Agency. And, yeah, we sell insurance, home insurance, life insurance, auto insurance. That shit, by the way, shout out to my friend Efrain. Saludos and, uh, I don't know if you're watching, bro, but if you're watching, you know, I have your best employee here with me. Uh <laughs> Well, yeah, man, I, I know when you first started that, you told me about that. And you're like, hey, bro, like, I'm going to start selling insurance. I was like, what, like, what bro? Like, yeah, what? it, it kind of happened out of nowhere, honestly. Uh, the opportunity uh, came up. And honestly, I had no background in sales, nothing in insurance, no customer service. Um, but I kind of just took a leap of faith. And thankfully, gracias a Dios, everything's been going good since. But what was your first job? Like, what, what was the first job that you ever had? When I got out of high school, uh, I went into the refineries. Um, I started doing contract work, and I got into construction. So that's kind of where I started. And then from there, I kind of stayed in that, and then just did a couple of jobs there, and then outside jobs. But after that, it was kind of just that and music, and then. I don't know where, I don't know. That just happened. You never had like a fast food restaurant job? Never. Like you worked at like Jack in the Box or something no. like that? Honestly, I'm sometimes glad I didn't, but then at the same time, I'm like, man, I wish I would have so I would have known how it was. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I worked at McDonald's for like two weeks. Because <laughs> my, my dad, when we first got here to Houston, he used to work at McDonald's. Well, he used to work at McDonald's. He was like the maintenance guy. So it was like my first summer, and it was like I was 15 years old, and uh My dad was like, hey, you know, my boss is giving you a job. I'm like, make some money. And I was like, well, shit, you know, I was happy. I was like, oh, let's do it. I'll go. But it was all the way in Cyprus. Uh, was it like uh, on um, I-10 and Clay or some shit like that, dude? Yeah. It was fucking far. And I, was, I didn't have a car. I had to ride with my dad the whole time. So it was just like, oh, man, I can't do this shit all the time. And I remember on the second week, the guy was like, oh, well, you're working Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I was like, fuck, dude. And then at that time, I barely had my PlayStation. I was like, dude, I'm not going to be able to play my PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I told my dad. It was like, I think it was Sunday. He was going to work. And I, I woke up and, and I was like, hey, dad, like, I don't want to go to work. He was like, what do you mean you want to go to work? I was like, yeah, like, I quit. <laughs> he was like, you got to call the guy. I was like, nah, you tell him. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not pulling up to work today. But, you know, I, I see it as a good experience. As like, yeah. you know, you, you, get, you get to earn your hustle. Like, at least I get to say I worked at a drive through and like, I had the headphones. But, um, yeah, man, it, it's good to know that. Um, did, you, uh, did you start your music career whenever you were, like, what, 16, 17? No, I, I, music, I started whenever I was a kid. Um, 
honestly, the whole Supremo thing didn't start until back in 2016, around there. Um, before, uh, my brother, my brother Eric, he started whenever he was seven years old. Um, he kind of started playing the accordion. And I saw him getting all the attention, so I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> six months, fast forward six months, I tell my dad, hey, I want to play the guitar. I want to play the vocal. He's like, well, how do I know you're really being serious? Or And then, so I kind of like, you know, started practicing on the guitar I had. And yeah, from there, um, I think it was Christmas or my birthday, he bought me the, the first vocal. And me and my brother started playing. And just from there, I mean, we got into the music. My grandpa was also... Because you come from a family of music, no? Yeah, my grandpa played the accordion. My father, uh, he played the... He plays. He still plays the drums. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, your dad, he goes at it, too, no? Yeah, yeah. He, he plays a different genre, but um, I'm glad that we have him now back in the, the music thing. It's me and my brother and our group. I, I saw a video last time. I don't know if I was right or wrong, but your dad was playing the drums for you guys, no? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We have a drummer, but um, I think one time the guy canceled on this like last minute, and um, I was like, "Man, I either find someone or or I didn't know I didn't know what to do." And I was like, "Man, you know what? I'm not even about to stress it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my dad, ask him." And I was like, "Hey, dad, tenemos una tocada, tejalos o I remember that night. We always usually take breaks, like after an hour and forty five or two hours, we'll take a little break. And then we'll play like another hour and then a little 15 minute break and another hour. So we had four hour, uh, four hour gig that night. I remember it was going by so fast that I never, we never stopped. We played the four hours straight. Oh, wow. I, I bet you it was a good experience to have your dad there. With yeah. You know? No, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we have him um, at kind of all of our gigs now. Before, you know, I wasn't really like that. Um, but now that we're playing with the full group. Yeah, it's so good to have them. That's good. Uh, going back into that music thing, you know, and you said, you know, your music, like your battery, you know, the drum guy, he kind of canceled you. Is it hard to get, like, people in Houston to, like, commit um, to a band or something like that? No, it, it's not too hard. Uh, it's not too hard, but it was really last minute. That that particular gig, it was, like, two, three days before. Wow, so, that's good. And it, I, I know you guys don't take breaks like the other bands, and I'm not, not talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, they, nah, we, we usually like to play straight as, as much as we can. If it's, like, super cold or, or super, super hot, we we take a break. But if it's, like, good uh, good clima, good uh, weather, uh, we'll just keep going. Yeah, because I, I had some, you know, back in the day, like, I had some groups where, like, you know, they were just, like, oh, between songs, it was like a ten minute break, and then I was like, "Oh shit, you taking up my time, with <laughs> nah, yeah. Uh, but nah, I mean, it's it's good, it's fun. That's what's up, dude. Um, so I mean, you know, we met uh, a few years back. Um, you actually went to my first apartment. You remember that? That was yeah, that was sure. you know you you've actually been in the moments where like I first started everything in my life when I first moved out of my house, which was a shithole for me because dude it, it was hard to get an apartment at first because it was my first apartment, and then the apartment that I wanted was fucking expensive like it was just like yes I was like yeah centro centro I started that shit backwards and later on in the day I realized that that was wrong you know yeah. you gotta start from the bottom um I yeah so you know um so you know like I said you were back in my first appointment and you know I it, I had a lot of struggles with all that and you know paying my first bills at that point was like fuck dude like I didn't know how to manage my money at that time um and you know I, on Instagram I went ahead and and posted a little story of people wanting like I was like hey what's your first bill that you ever paid and a couple of people sent me answers which I appreciate everybody sending and actually responding to my stories I didn't think it was be it was going to be a hit or something like that um, but what was your first bill? Like the first big bill that you actually paid that you were like, oh shit, I have to pay it. If not, shit's going to go backwards. Uh, backwards. Uh, probably my car. 
That was probably the first one. Um, I was thinking right now, but I was like, whenever I was a kid, I used to uh, get Xbox Live <laughs> to play. But I was like, nah, I wasn't going to send me back. To this point, I still sometimes forget to pay it. And it just, yeah. that shit just, just rolls over just, in my yeah. account. No, but. No, yeah, it was the, uh, for sure it was the car. I feel like car payment. I feel like a lot of people get cars like their first car they want to get is like a big luxury car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's where you because you go in and you're like, "Hey bro, like I want I want me like a BMW. I wanted a BMW the first car that I had." So we went to the dealership and I got the a BMW and I was like, "Now nah, I want like the full package and shit like that." And the guy was like, oh, it's going to be this much. And, you know, I didn't live on my, so I, I left on my parents. So I had the money to pay it at that time. But I me quedaba con 200, 300 para dos semanas y pues no me iba bien. Pero pues andaba bien chacalozo en el carro. Oh, yeah. Uno andaba tirando crema. Sí, andaba tirando crema, güey. Y pues la gente me veía, a la verga, ¿qué anda haciendo este morro? Andaba trabajando en la insurance. You know, I used to work in insurance. Yeah, I remember too. farmers, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I used to work for farmers insurance. I used to be like an adjuster. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's good that you mentioned that whole car thing. You know, a few people, you know, go in and they buy like the expensive car. And then, you know, later on in the years, they realize, oh, man, that car lost value. Yeah. And, or you get tired of it. Honestly, then, the, the first car I had was the little cat. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, the, the white cat. Yeah. How um, could I forget? You had like the cigarettes on the glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled like a cantina straight up in the. Yeah, I remember like. Um, you introduced me to the Mexican cigarettes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was like I would get in your car and I would automatically just start looking for the box because yeah. you, know, you only get those once in a while when somebody yeah. goes. Honestly, uh, I started with the cigarettes. Um, it's kind of bad, but... I mean, everybody to, smokes, though. Everyone uh, yeah. smokes something. Yeah, everyone has their vicious, but um, after I tried them, I, I couldn't go back to like the American ones. So I, now I, I just smoke the Mexican one. The Mexican one, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, the, the, I, I don't know. It's just for me, I like the the minty. Oh, where you the can pop the little thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the car lose, loses value. And then, you know, you, you people don't think about this, but, you know, a dealership asks you for insurance and you got to have that shit like yeah. a full coverage. And you don't think about your $500 payment. Sorry. You, you think about your $500 payment and then a $200 insurance bill. Because if you call uh, Jaime. You call me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, you know, people don't think about that kind of stuff. So you yeah. end up with a big car bill and then you're stuck with it. Yeah, honestly, a lot of the customers that I get are um, first time uh, car buyers mm-hmm. or they're trading in their cars with at the dealership. And, um, it's honestly the same thing everywhere. They always think, hey, the car, the car, the car, but they never think about the, the rest of the stuff. But the important stuff, insurance, the most important. If you don't have insurance on yeah. that car, something happens, you know, you're liable if you don't have insurance or if you have. What's bad. something that the insurance company really looks at whenever you, you go in and ask for insurance? They look at, obviously, your driving record, um, tickets, violations, um, Accidents, at fault accidents, not at fault accidents. Um, your credit does have a, a, depending on which company you're with, um, credit has a big factor. Sometimes in some companies it's not a big factor, um, in some other companies it is. And that's basically it. Other than that, is this a car like the year a car matter? Like, or is it like it does actually? You know what? What other thing actually is a big, big, big uh, thing that that matters? It's the address you live in. Nah, oh. uh, I swear. I'll so put my, the, the my parents' address over the, there in Asia. Yeah, <laughs> the closer you live yeah. uh, to the city, it's more expensive because the risks of accidents, the risks of tickets, are higher. Oh wow! If you live outer, then you get a better rate. Is it? You know what I heard? I heard also that the miles that you drive hmm. matter too, or is is that real or fake? It depends if. Because there's ter- there's certain types of uh, different policies. You can get a regular traditional policy, and like Allstate, for example, they offer the mile wise, which is you. It's like a pay per mile. Um, so it just depends. If you don't drive your car a lot at all, I recommend those. If you 
drive a lot, I would just recommend the traditional. I gotta ask you since you you know you said Allstate, have you ever met that guy the El Morenito que sale en los comerciales? Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> that's good though, man. Yeah, I mean that that was a big question that I wanted to put out there. You know, people would know the knowledge of an insurance and what you need whenever you buy an, a new car, and also whenever you get your apartment. You know, you gotta have renter's, renters insurance. insurance. Yeah. That's something I didn't even know. Yeah, because, I mean, you're liable for everything inside. Yeah, and, you know, when I first got my my first apartment, it was, uh, man, it was it was a hassle. The lady kept on bugging me about it after I moved in. She was like, hey, you don't have your renter's insurance. And I didn't want to pay because I was already paying, like, $1,500 on insurance, on, on the, I guess, the rent payment. Right. And I was like, man, what is this insurance going to cost me, dude? It's going to be another $200 and plus bills. Like, I'm about to get kicked out of this place. <laughs> nah, thankfully it's not. Because it's just basically you're insuring your personal property inside the apartment, not yeah. the actual structure of the apartment. Um, what is so it, like 20 bucks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the most you pay. On that one, it, for, uh, at our agency, I mean, it really just depends on your credit. If oh, you have, so. like, good credit, like, you'll be good. You'll yeah, but another thing, bucks. I guess the matter is big on insurance is your credit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's not yeah. a big, 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 big thing, but like I said, depending on the company, if you're with State Farm, they might not look at it that much. If you're with Farmers, they might look at it more. It's just everyone's different. But we got to go with Allstate, bro. You got to. You got to. The There's no way. There's no other way. Yeah, I mean, um, so like you said, your first car was your first bill. Um Obviously, I mean, I know you're looking forward to, you know, building your own house in the future. Yeah. And that's going to be a big move soon, soon. And kudos to you, bro. Hopefully you get that done. Um, and then also, um, dude, your truck is pretty badass. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. How, how much is the insurance in that, though? Uh, you're not going to believe me. You. <laughs> you won't believe. Guess, guess the number. Well, let's say like 150. Uh, you're around there. Yeah? Yeah, it's like 160. Wow. 163. That's, that's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, for the BMW, dude, I used to pay like 200 bucks. Yeah. And that was a pain in the ass, dude. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It really depends. There's a lot of factors. Oh, right now, in the like in my policy, there's four cars. So, so the more cars down. you have, the less. Yeah, it drops down. Oh, well, you got to buy more cars then. Yeah. But you could also get, like, your mom, your dad, your grandpa. Yeah, so, like, we have a family plan, so. Yeah, that's so good. We're all in there. But uh, also, you know, going back to music, um, what, what has been, like, one of the biggest gigs, you know, or the biggest moments in your music career that you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm here. Like, this is where I'm at. Like, I can't believe it. Um, Man, honestly, back in the day, um, I played with some with some friends. Uh, saludos a los compas ligaditos. Saludos que no les gusta tomar ustedes, <laughs> ¿eh, cabrones? Los compas. <laughs> nah, um, uh, we did a tour with them, me and my brother, for a while. Oh, wow. Um, very, very, very cool experience. Um, and we got to meet a lot of people. got to uh, go to a lot of places in the States. Um, and we actually played at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. That's big. Yeah, it's That's big. very, very big. So it was... That's probably like the biggest for your like damn. I mean, warrior. just being on tour, you know. I mean, it was yeah. Yeah, I know those guys play with like big people too. You yeah, know? They, they, and then the Microsoft Theater, dude. I mean, I know like they do the uh, La Invasión del Corrido ahí, no? Yeah, the Smoke Me Out. Smoke Me Out tour. Damn, dude. The big big people go. How was how was that though? Like, have you ever gotten like a, a you choke like you're like oh fuck like, I forgot nah. the song type of shit. No. Nah, I mean you, you get used to it when con el tiempo. Um, but nah, it's it's an experience though for sure. Además de todo, son bien desmadrosos. Y me acuerdo que eran desmadrosísimos entre todos, güey. No, todos. Sí, no. It was fun. Yeah, how old were you? Like, uh, probably like 22, 23. I had met you prior to Ligaditos, right? Yeah, I think I met you like in Crosby. Yeah. I think right? a, yeah, I think it was like a, par a party in Crosby or something. No, no, no. I met you through uh, Alex at a party of his. You remember? What Alex? Oh, esta es otra anécdota que nadie conoce. Una fiesta que, que mi mujer me fue a, a, a recoger. 
That there was a group playing at... Oh, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> eh. El Toro. Saludos a mi compa yeah, Alex. Compa. El Toro, güey. Uh, yeah, you're fucked <laughs> up. I remember you were in the, in, the, in the BMW. Yeah, yeah. I had driven the BMW and I had parked it. And I was... Estaba, estaba pisteando. Ya llevamos tiempo, güey. Y era de que llegó el grupo a tocar. Y pues ya sabes, como todo borracho. Pues como uno. Te empiezas a cantar, eh, déjeme cantar. Y de repente me acuerdo que era la primera canción que empecé a cantar. And then I know we're like, hey, ya llegó tu vieja. And I'm like, oh shit, no me gusta. bien pedo, mi compa. Yeah, and I, was, I just saw my girl just walk out at the gate and she was like, dude, you're all fucked up. I was like, fuck, dude, in front of everybody, dude. And yeah. Hasta se, se me quedó el, el apodo del regañado como un año completo, güey, no más. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was that was the first time though. Yeah, that was our first time, and then we we met a, a couple of times after, after that. Yeah, um, uh, let, if you let me, I'm gonna read a few of the things that people um, put on here. Yeah. A ver qué dijo la gente. Ah, qué dice la raza. See, sí, like you know, one of the first persons put, you know, that that their car bill and their insurance uh, payment was the first big big one. Another person put gym membership. You used to go to the gym, huh? Simon. ¿Qué pasó ahí, güey? Viejo, pues, uno se casa. I mean, honestly, the gym thing, I kind of fell off when COVID happened. Yeah. yeah. And the, you used to be big. Well, yeah. you still are big, bro. Uh, I'm like, big, but a different big. <laughs> you thick, thick, baby. I'm a thick, big. <laughs> yeah, I remember you used to be like, nah, bro, I'm at the gym. I'll yeah. pull up to your house afterwards. Yeah, cool. Gym was live back in the day. You used to, like, your Instagram said gym, gym life at the bottom. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, but, you know, actually, your brother was the one that sent this answer. Que puso gym membership. Um, another person put the rent deposit for an apartment. You remember? I mean, I remember like my first rent thing. Te piden las primeras dos rentas adelantadas. Yeah, adelantadas. Para ver si tienes el billete o si no tienes el billete. Viejo, I remember I was about to take your apartment. Remember? When oh, you were trying sí. to move out, you're sí. like, Viejo, I need someone. I need someone to come and live here for a while. Sí, ese fue un, un momento medio raro de mi vida que... Que, que me acuerdo que eh, unos problemas había con mi mujer, güey, y nos tuvo una separación, güey. Y nos, ella se fue a un departamento no. y yo me fui al otro. O sea, y había dos departamentos en el mismo tiempo, güey. I wasn't trying to live separate from her, and we, you know, we worked things out, and it was like, ah, fuck, you know, I'm gonna just go live with her, you know, in our own apartment. And, uh, But you still had the lease up, right? Yeah, like you still had the lease till. Yeah, I, I still know, had the lease to this. For like a year. Está chingón ese apartamento también. That was bad. It was all white kitchen and it had speakers on the top. No, me me dan ganas de llorar. Sí, no. ¿Te acuerdas una vez que nos pusimos pedísimos allá? No, tú no andabas tomando, güey. Tú estabas tomando la de sin licor. Ah, Simón, that sí. was when the that was on. Situaciones raras que pasaron en la vida, güey. Yeah. yeah, you were drinking that. Uh, I yeah, I wasn't drinking that time. Yeah, pero traía los cigarros y andamos con todo ah, con sí, los cigarros. Man, nunca faltaba. <laughs> Parecía chimenea, güey. Otra, otra persona puso mi compa Chuy de los Cabos San Lucas. Un saludo a mi compa Chuy que siempre me está viendo en todos lados. Um, Puso la renta de mi primer departamento. Eso también viene mano con mano with the, with the rent deposit. Was like, fuck, dude. I remember like when my first rent came to. Mm. Y nada más vi que sacaron el depósito de la cuenta y me quedé como con 100 dólares negativos, güey. <laughs> y cómo la hacemos. Yeah, bro. But, uh, you know, I learned from that moment. Because an antes de, de chavalo, güey, se me, se me pasaba la cuenta, güey. Okay. And you got the fee. Yeah, you know, you used to go negative and you're like, ah, I'll get paid and I'll just cover it. Pero después te la metían con, con un cargo cualquiera, güey, oh, like $50. Yeah. Y antes hacía más travesuras, güey. Like when I was like 17, 18, my mom opened a bank account for me. And like, me iba de, de parranda, güey, y veía que nada más tenía como 50 baros, güey. ¿Sacaba la credit card o qué? No, 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 viejo. Esta no te la sabías. You don't know this one. Don't do this shit. <laughs> Oh, I know what you did. <laughs> you go. I know what you did. I'm I not going to say I've done it before. But. I, I go to the ATM and then I'll put, you know, I'll go like at, at 10, 11 and I'll put like 200 bucks 
And then since I have the overdraft on my account, me sacaba los 200 baros. And my account will go overdraft. Y ya nada más cuando me pagaban, yo los pagaba, oh, pero pues traía billete prestado del banco ahí. Lo, lo. Oh, oh, there is, at the club, there's another way to do it. Ah, era, era. You used to ask for cash back, huh? Nah. <laughs> Hazle cuenta que te, you would disguise yourself, go out. You had money. Sí. You had money. And, and then, como si nada, the next day, be like, what club? I wasn't at the club. Opa. Esa también yo la he aplicado. Pero aquí en Houston, no, no, no. Aquí no. Una vez en Austin, sí, la apliqué. No voy a decir dónde porque conozco a la persona. <laughs> sí, güey, pero... I woke up, eh. I was... Hablando del bank. Hey, uh, I got this. Sí, pero eso, eso fue hace años, viejo. Ya somos gente bien. Ya somos. Ya, ya. Ya, pero pues de eso se trata este podcast, you know, like, de, de hablar de ese tipo de cosas porque la gente aprende y la gente se conecta Para con no ese tipo de los cosas. mismos errores. Sí, no, ya al rato vas a ver que la gente va a andar buscando en los statements. So, like, oh, fuck. What can I say? I don't know. Tracking down the statements. Oh, yeah, no. And then, um, well, yeah, eso fue lo del rento del depósito, güey. Somebody set their phone bill. I don't know about that one, bro. I mean, you had to have your phone all the time. That you gonna, had to. You're going to pay that. That's the first thing you paid. But, like, you never had that situation where, like... I'm not going to lie. I've had it before. Hold on. It sucks about drinking beer away. You fucking get burpy. Sorry. You had that, like, phone bill where you're like, Ah, oh, fuck. I only have enough to do this, and I don't have enough for my phone. And you were like, my phone or this? Uh, I think... I've done it, but I don't think it was the phone. It was some other shit. No, no, no. I've gone. Like, when I was, like... When I first moved out of like, my first yeah. apartment, yeah. Like, it was... Since I already had Wi-Fi at home, like, I just wouldn't pay my bill. Like, my phone bill for, like, a week. And just leave the phone right there. Pues sí, pa. Llegaba al jale, güey, había Wi-Fi. No, pues. Nomás el camino. Pues sí, nomás el camino. And I used to download the music at home from YouTube. Ah, Because, you know, you always have to have your jams on. Yeah, so see, like your jams, and then I would go without a phone for a week. Nobody would notice unless I had needed to call somebody, and I would, I'd be I would stop at bar Starbucks. The person like, you were trying to reach, <laughs> not paid their phone. Yeah, and that was embarrassing, dude. But I mean, that's the struggles that you have to go through. Eh? Yeah, you go through it, Leon. I mean, thankfully, yeah. I mean, you got to go through them struggles. Thankfully, I mean, and you know, on our on our times, on our times, como si estuvieras 30, but like, you know, the this generation is different than our generation. Pero en estos tiempos, pues no era tan difícil, güey. Like, you know, you used to pull up to your homeboy's house and be like, hey, güey, like, what's up? And nowadays, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, pull up to you and if yeah. they don't reply to you then no and you ask for your mom and shit like that that's that's, that's something somebody put child support away eso si no no yo tampoco wey, no no pero pues me imagino que la tienen bien pelada no. child support wey hey, let's not get to that situation wey <laughs> I don't have any kids um you have no kids yeah. Yeah, 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 come by I'm about a, I'm about a pop. Oh, man, I, like I said, cheers to that, bro. Thank you, thank you. Cheers to that, man. The generation is growing, and, you know, you're you're going to have a, a little, what is it, a boy, right? A little girl. Or, or a little girl. You're going to have yeah. a little girl, man. Thank you. I missed your diaper baby thing. I know, you were in, in New, New York. York. I was in New York, dude. Pero me eché unas cuantas cubas por ti. Ah, pues, es lo que cuentas. Pero al chile, güey, no, no vas para allá. No, desmadre. No, no recomendado. No nada. No, es que sí se puede hacer un chingo, güey. Pero, pues, que es que allá la gente gana más que acá. Allá los salarios son dobles, güey. Si uh -huh. es que... No es que, no es que sea codo, güey. Tú sabes que aquí no somos codos, güey. Pero al Chile llegué el primer día y no, me tomé unas cervezas con papá en el bar, güey. Y, pues, yo he entrado, güey. Ah, fuck it. Y sabes que soy de, de largo alcance, güey. Ah, sí, y mi papá, pues, más, güey. So, eran como siete cervezas, güey. And then mi mamá pidió un old fashioned. Y ya cuando pedí la cuenta, pues ¿cuánto se te hacen siete cervezas, güey? Y un old fashioned. Que digas así. Y ¿Aquí? cervezas así. Así como Ken. Sí, Ken. No sé, güey. Pone que a ocho bolas. Máximo, güey. Unos ocho bolas. 70 bucks, bro. And I'm reaching. 
Without tip. One like a 80 bucks or 85, 90. Bro, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I learned this the hard way in New York. Their alcohol and tobacco tax is double what it is here. A beer over there is $15. A beer over there is $15 and a, a pack of cigarettes is $20. And, and, and that tab was like $150. Damn. Yeah. Que ganas me quedaron no, no. <laughs> My dad went to the corner store and he bought a six pack. He was like, I'm going to just buy a six pack and have it in the room, dude. Yeah. yeah. Así no, 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 no. no. It, it's, it's bad, dude. My mom was, you know, my mom's a smoker, so she was trying to get some cigarettes. And there's like this little stations on the side that you, donde venden la newspaper and shit like that. So she was trying to buy some cigarettes. And the guy was like, oh, it's 1985. And I like, he thinks we're tourists. Like, you know, like, and we went and they were like, no, you know, cigarettes here are $19. It's normal. I'm like, damn, bro, what the fuck? That's a whole meal. Yo, yo oh, wait, I'm, I'm over here, like, crying about 10 bucks a box for the Mexicans if I get if. charged that. But I usually don't. I get, like, seven, eight bucks a box. That's not bad. For the Mexican ones, nah. Because the ones here, I mean. Seven bucks. In Mexico, cost like almost fifty pesos. They cost like three dollars a box. Dollars. Yeah, yeah. But fifty-five pesos, más o menos. See, I don't really buy them, you know, because yeah. But I do smoke, but I don't like. I don't. It's not because it's when se me da la ocasión se me da y cuando no no way. Like obviously, uh, but yeah, that, that was the last one way the child support. Uh, I wanted to get with you about an, a few other things on on your music side way, because you know, man, you and I we connect real good with the, with with the, the old jams, dude. Yeah. And then um, uh, I want to know what is like what is one of your favorite groups in the, like the in the music industry as of right now? As of right now, yeah. Right now, recently, I've been listening to a lot of. A lot of music that podríamos decir de Sinaloa, sí. like ediciones de especial. Um, I've been going back también para los alegres, los canelos. Uh, Are they still producing like new music? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're always dropping music. You you know one problem that I have, I think that I'm stuck, bro. With, I feel like I'm stuck with old music. It's because you gotta find, you know, the taste you like in old music. And look at the bands that are doing the same genre but modernized. I don't know if you listen to Tucanes. Man, I, I, I jam a few of their songs. Yeah. Okay, so Edición Especial is like the new Tucanes. Oh, Dropping wow. music with the same estilo, mm -hmm. but they jam. I like them a lot. I um, like them a lot. Alegres de Barranco, well, I mean, they're still, they're still jamming, but there's a lot of bands that play same estilo pero pues ahorita andas en ese estilo de Sinaloa ¿no? yeah so I've been listening to a lot but uh, he, he, and, and I feel like that's what's in style right now you know with, yeah without like the new YouTubers on that side you know Marquitos Toys yes, and all those people that are bringing out and, and I think that's good that they they help what and somewhat like their side of town that like they they bring out that good stuff out of there you know yeah and I mean a lot of Cali music there's a lot of good 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 bands in California a lot of bands you know one guy that I, I really remember from California that was like it's always been my favorite is Adrian Chaparro Chaparro yeah he jams dude and I've always said it you know since I first heard him I thought it was a really badass guy yeah um, I saw um, I actually played a privada with him here in Houston oh wow yeah well, I don't know if you remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the little video a little bit yeah we compare it mando un video I mean I've also said so that you know I have a little food truck el solicito en mi compadre siempre me apoya con bomb todo. Bombas food, bombas mariscos. Yeah, for sure, man. And you know, my, you know, I, that that's a little project too that I did for my mom. Um, talking about like uh, businesses things, um, I did that, and and just so my mom could have something. To, you yeah. know, she likes to cook, and a lot of people always say that that whenever they talk to her about food, she's like real passionate about it. And you could tell on the food that she makes, bro. Know? Like I said, right now. I'm kind of a little sad they are just doing catering because I don't know how much I'm going to have to cater to my fam. <laughs> it's only so little, maybe uh, maybe when we have a little party or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, catering, but. Um, you know, she's planning on opening the, the business back up this year. 
Pero pues Pum. con todo lo del COVID, güey, y ese yeah, rollo. Se hizo un desmadre. Se hace un desmadre y, y pues no, la neta no conviene ahorita, güey. Y también, o sea, hablando de ese tipo de negocio, güey, había mucha gente que... Cuando yo empecé, güey, con lo del ceviche, ah, vamos a hablar, vamos a ver, vamos a hacer polémicas aquí, va la verga. Vamos a hacer polémicas. Cuando yo empecé en lo del ceviche, güey, había un chingo de cevicheros. No sé si te acuerdas, güey. Yeah, but I remember I told y'all, hey, wait, no te aguite, güey, ¿por qué? I was like, you're gonna be in a whole different side of town, wey. Yeah, yeah. The Houston is huge. Mm -hmm. Houston is huge, so. And people, bro, they do not like to drive. As long as, I mean, even though a lot of people obviously drive here in the city, um, I mean, if they can get somewhere faster that's better or good, yeah, they're gonna go there. Ya, yeah, so, you know, había un chingo de cevicheros, güey. Así como cuando salió. Bueno, cuando sale algo en moda, güey. Todos. Todos, güey. Todos, man. Sí, de repente todos son músicos, güey. ¿Cómo? O sea, de repente ya todos hicieron música. Ah, sí. sí Igual. Todos de repente ya todos ven. Oh, compadre. Hay uno, no va a pasar polémica, pero ahorita todos andan haciendo lo de. ¿Cómo se llama? Flipping houses, compadre. También. Sí, sí, no. Pero no, like. No, nah, but I mean, everything has its moda. I remember there's a time when the dip, the candy dip, all the little candy stuff, era everyone wey, was doing. Houston era la capital del candy dip, güey. Yeah. Sí, el chile. I, right, it started here, right? Ya, quién sabe, güey. Pero nah, yo no, no. más de mamón, güey. It started here, I think so. Y ya la raza se fue para California. Y eso es madre. Pero es que, you know, um, I'm originally from Mexico City. Yeah, 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 güey. Las micheladas siempre las hacían así, güey, con el escarchado, sí, con, el, con el chamoy. Yeah. Y les echaban de diferentes cosillas, güey. So I think that it just became a thing here in Houston where, like, people started. And there's a good, there's some good ones, güey. Yeah, there's a lot. There's some good ones. Pero, I mean, yo no soy tanto de. Como ahorita, güey, me estoy pisando mi cerveza, güey. Y no soy tanto de meterle ahí, güey. Porque luego se me ensucia aquí, güey. Y me veo como pendejo, güey. No, no vale la pena, güey. Nada, a mí, a lo mejor, un limoncito, sal, tajín, maybe, I don't know. Verga. No, no. Pero mira, like, we keep on going away from the, from the subject. <laughs> <laughs> la música, güey. Like, okay, yeah. Era Adrián Chaparro, güey. Um, también... De allá de California, güey, hay unos chavitos, güey, que suenan igual que a marca MP, güey, y se me va el nombre. Uh, Imperial o algo así. And then he jams, too. Pero sí, güey, suena igualito al de marca MP, güey. Y como que hasta le alta autoridad. Ándale, ándale. Creo que te mandé un video yo. Te mandé por Instagram un no, video. They recorded la de estilo Sinaloa, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the groups. La MB o algo así. Sí, pero de Good música job. viejita que no, Ramón Ayala, como siempre, como unos boleritos. Yeah. Ah, probably you know. Yeah, no, you remember yeah. in your apartment. Yeah, we used to say like old man, you're just jamming to like boleros. <laughs> nah, but yeah, Con ganas eso, de un beso, eso I could I could listen to that every day. Eso sí, Ramón, Cornelio Reina, todos. Lo que pegue viene del corazón. Yeah. Y en esos tiempos andabas de novio, güey, pues con tu, con tu mujer, güey, con tu señora. Simón. Y andabas bien enamorado. Simón. Hasta el día. Hasta el día todavía anda bien enamorado, no, viejo, sí. Y pues le ponía las que duelen en el corazón. Y he'd just be, damn, bro, me pegaste aquí. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, that too, you know. And then, um, do you, uh, did you feel this uh, Vicente Fernández thing? Nah. No, nah, I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. You don't like them, no? Like, it's not that I don't like them. It's just yeah. me and my family were never, we were never like really into it, into you, it like crazy. You guys are more in like tropical Panama, like yeah, like if like some shit happened, like we pega pega, or, yeah, you know. I But see. like I said, your dad goes down Panama, in that kind yeah. of music, bro. Lo, lo tropical. Sí, bueno, like, I, I know with you, like, I could jam that kind of music and you'd be like, oh shit. Nah, yeah, that's why with the Vicente thing. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a legend yeah. in the music, but, um, but nah, not like where I was crying or something. But yeah, I mean, well, we gotta give the respect. My so. grandma was crying. Yeah, nah, I, yeah, 
uh, it's cause I guess they're more from their his time, his prime time. Yeah. So you know, qu- quick story. You know, my, my grandma is from this place called uh, La, El Platanal, Michoacán. Oh, okay. From my mom's side, and her name is Cuca. Well, her name is Maria, Maria del Refugio, but they call her Cuca. And you know, her eye, like her boyfriend was always Vicente Fernandez, and Vicente Fernandez's wife is Cuca. Her name is Cuca. So like she felt that in the heart, dude. Yeah. I remember did. that day I heard the news, and then I, I called my mom and I was like, "Have you spoken to my grandma?" She was like, "Yeah." I already cried with her. I was like, "Damn." <laughs> nah, yeah. I mean, it, it it really does hurt to lose the legend in the music, like especially with mariachi. He's like top. I mean, who do we have left with? I mean, Alejandro Fernandez, Pepe Aguilar, no. And then I mean, yeah. And then he was still working, huh? Vicente like still doing shows. No, I don't or, think he was doing shows, but I think he was doing more like a... He, he owned a studio and he was doing like recording for like his... Like producing. Mm-hmm, producing for like his grandson and oh, like okay. his son and like different artists. You you know um, Adriel Favela, right? Adriel, Adriel Favela? No. Adriel, Adriel Favela, yeah. No, compadre, ese no es Adriel Favela. Este... Un barbudo, viejo. Que, can, oh. que le compone las canciones a Julián Álvarez. Este... Se me va a venir el nombre, pero a ese muchacho le, le escribía todas las canciones. Oh, yeah. Se me va el nombre, bro. Favela. No, 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 no. No. Oh, Jos. Jos Abela. Jos Ya, él. Oh, ese, güey. Ese rato se mama, güey. Tiene no, algunas canciones, güey. Que no mucha gente lo conoce. Nobody knows them, bro. I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, as a musician, you're going to know him, but like, yeah, I get you. Like, he wasn't like a crazy hit. It's but just, he's more known for his composiciones. It's just like like Karin León, or like you know, people that are big in Mexico and they come here and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, like you know, they don't have that much. Yeah, I'm, Joe's has a lot of songs, a lot of songs that he gave a lot of people. Como Remy Valenzuela, güey. Yeah. Remy Valenzuela vino a Houston y no no llenó nada, güey. It's because the music's different. A lot of people here from the norte. Pues sí, esa, pero es que Remy era de Sinaloa, güey, y en ese tiempo no estaba pegando. No, aquí no, casi no, casi hasta el día no pega. O oh, que okay. viene siendo que él y el otro, ¿cómo se llama este muchacho? El que siempre lo balaseaban, güey, el um, Alfredito Oliva, güey. Ah, sí, no. Es alto de Higos Hard, dude, with the accordion, and I used to be like, oh, shit. I don't know, has he came to Houston? Nah, no, 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 I figured that nobody, I, I mean, nobody really listens nah, to their stuff. because that's more of a Cali thing. You think so? Yeah, what, for what, sure. Can you define like the Cali and Houston like this side thing? Um, or is it because they're like more closer to like Sinaloa and they have they're that? closer to like Tijuana, Baja California, all that. So whenever they migrate, I guess whenever the Mexicans migrate up, they go that way instead mm-hmm. of Texas. And the people acá Tamaulipas, Nuevo León, see, they go to Texas. It's the closest. Have you had like a Comida sinaloense or anything like that? Uh, not legit. I don't think so. I, at least I don't think so. Have you gone to Mariscos El General? Uh, yeah. 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 I, but I like I don't. I've never gone to Sinaloa. I know you have, uh, so I don't know how to authenticate if it's like sinaloense uh, food or not. Yeah, me compare Alex way and Jorge también me llevaron ahí a comer. And man, dude, they go hard. Yeah, bomb. I've gone there. Yeah, for sure. It goes hard. Like. Yeah. Te lo dan, se ve que está fresquecito, güey. Yeah. Caído de hacha y todo ese rollo. And it's good as, as good as seafood. Yeah. As good as seafood. Sure. And, uh, but, I mean, uh, Pasadena is just full of good ass food, bro. Honestly. Honestly, food and like the Micheladas and all that kind of shit. Um, but um, just getting into like a, a more serious size way. Um, so, how are you getting ready for like to be a dad? Like, are you, how is that hitting you at the moment? I feel like it doesn't hit you until it happens. Because I still feel like nothing has really changed. But obviously it's because it hasn't happened yet. So. Are you excited? Obviously. Hell yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. How did you feel when you found out it was a girl though? I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, in my family, there's never been a girl. So. Oh, wow. So it's like the first girl. That's good. Have you thought of names already, or is yeah, it exclusive? Yeah, I already got the name. I already got the name. Yeah, it's a little exclusive. Oh, bro, now don't do that because then some people be stealing the names. Nah, right? that's right. Yeah, no, that's good, man. I, I'm glad. You know, it's a it's a different step in life, and you know, it's, for sure, for it's sure. something serious, bro. 
Yeah, bro. A whole other person bringing it to the... Imagine that, bro. Like, I think... I know. I kind of went up through that stage already. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's me. Like, I made that. You know? Like, I made that person. And, you know, like, I feel like you're going to have that special kind of bond with with that kid, you know? Because it's going to be obviously your first kid. And then it's at a good age, too, bro. Yeah. Pretty. I think think I'm ready. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. What, I think it's like 25, the perfect, no, 25. Yeah, 25. I think I'm like at the perfect age. Um, my mindset is, you know, straightforward. Straight yeah. So I know what the responsibility is. Yeah. How, I feel how's like, your girl feeling? Like she's feeling pretty good. good. Everything. She's thank, happy. Thank God. Um, the whole pregnancy has been good. So that's what's up, man. I appreciate that. That's real cool, you know, to to see friends move into that yeah. kind of steps in life. Way, you're. Thank I think you're you. actually the first friend of mine that's having a kid. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not, I hate to spoil that, but I was the first one to find out that he was having a kid. Yeah, I, unless you lie to me, bro. Unless you lie to me. Honestly, I maybe, still have that I think text you, message. I think you were. I still have the text. Honestly, message, I think you were. Yeah, you were like, "Hey, bro, you're the first person I'm gonna tell this." Honestly, I thought he was gonna come out the closet with me. Now I'm primo. I got I got worried when he said, "Hey, bro, you're the first person." I was like, "Damn, this guy's actually gonna." Trust me with that kind of information. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, but I appreciate that, bro. No, I, appreciate I appreciate the thought it. of you uh, letting me know. You know, me and my girl are happy for you guys. Thank you, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. But dude, that's a, that's a big move in life. Yeah, and super then big. It's good that you could provide for the kid. Yeah, you know? yeah. Thankfully, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate everything that you know I've got through, so yeah, I can get to this position. Yeah, well, there, there, there was there's gonna be no struggles for that baby anymore because I, I know some people you know have kids early age in life and they go through like some yeah. hard shit, dude. Um, hard shit where like maybe you know, and then plus, dude, another thing you know when the dads leave the mom and they just split yeah. apart, and when you do it too young, I feel like people split and then that kid just doesn't have a good like childhood. Yeah, I feel like. Um I'm not like obviously I don't know the whole plan you know uno nunca sabe like obviamente yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have my head straight like I know what I have to do to be able to provide so for my baby and my family that's what's up man um, is there any um, you know things or tips you could give people out there you know like things they shouldn't do to you know so they don't have to encounter them in the later life you know, things not to fuck up so they don't fuck up with you later in life. Anything, any tips like that or any, like, anything that comes to mind that you think will help a younger person that's watching this? Credit. Yeah? Yeah. 100%. For I sure. I feel like if you don't work on your credit at an early age, you're not going to be able to have anything. You think so? Yeah. Like the truck. Yeah. Um, Believe it or not, bro, I, I did not expect to be able to get that truck. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. But thankfully, the credit was good. Um, I was in a good position at the time. And yeah, it comes in handy, 100%. I'm sure. But, I mean, that's just materialistic things. Um, but even for a house, for future, um, and, and how you say it, endeavors that you have, like future projects. Yeah, yeah look, uh, um, like I said, let's say adventures that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would recommend just working on your credit early on, for sure, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a big topic. Uh, maybe we should, there should be a, a a podcast episode about credit because, yeah. you know, it's, it's a big thing nowadays. You know, they ask you for credit everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, everything, everywhere. everything you do. To get a yeah. sofa, to get a house, to get anything. Good. I'm, I'm trying to purchase a Peloton. You know, a what? A Peloton that, you know, the spinning bicycle, the gym one with the oh, screen. Yeah. And it goes by credit too, bro. Yeah, it was just I like, bet. damn. It should should I get the credit on this bike, <laughs> on this bike, or get a car? <laughs> nah, yeah. I mean, I think that um, just try to figure out that's one other thing what you like to do. Um, think about your hobbies, or if you don't have any, try different things that you like. When you're young, I mean, bro, just take the risks. You don't have nothing to lose. Um, but some people take that as like you have nothing to lose. Like, you know, they do some dumb shit. I mean, obviously, yeah. Do smart moves with the risk, like not 
but obviously not the bad moves. But yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's always good that whenever you're with your parents, like you know, you could make some moves. And, yeah, like, you could start plenty of businesses when you're with your parents. Because worst comes to worst, you're still, you still here. Have, you still have a roof over your head. Yeah, you still, still got food on the table. Yeah, is, is there any businesses that you ever started that they didn't go good at all? Marketing. Oh yeah, <laughs> but. I, I think it didn't go good because I kind of let my foot off the gas. Like, I, I didn't put my 100% in. But, like, like, it was, like, marketing, like, digital marketing. Like, uh, for companies and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, for dentists. Um, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot like that. Uh, I kind of just let my foot off the gas. But, obviously, those those businesses are good. Is, is that something you learned that maybe whenever you start something new now, mm, yeah. you go all for it All now? for it, yeah. yeah for good. sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've I've had, shoot, plenty of ideas in my head, dude. I mean, the ideas, I feel like the ideas are always there. It's just executing and giving it your 110%. For sure. I mean, and, and that's something that, you know, everyone has to take the note to. That, like, you know, if you're going to do something, do it. And you do it because you like it, not because... You're chasing the bag. You're chasing the bag, bro. Cause, I mean, because there's a bag everywhere. Yeah. Whichever route you take. But... Why would you be miserable chasing that bag when you can do something you like and you're not even worrying about that? Yeah, I, I, I felt like that when I worked for the insurance company, bro. Yeah. Because it was, it was a lot of stress. Well, on it, my it, side, it, yeah. it was different than yours. It, I mean, just the way you take it. It could be stressful at times. Um, but if when you know you you have a product that you trust, that you believe in it, yeah, it's not really selling. It's just getting the people, getting your customers right. Because there's a lot of people that have, I mean, everybody has to have insurance to drive. Everybody has to have um, insurance on their house. Um, but really looking into it and, you know, letting them know, hey, like, the coverages you have right now are shit. Uh, let me tell you. Let me explain. Let me tell you what we can do to help you, give you a better payment, yeah, give you better coverages. And, you know, at the end of the day, save you money. Uh, but, yeah. Are you, were you ever a big saver, bro? Like, I know some. I know some young people. Like, you know, we we never like to save. Uh, at at first I wasn't. Whenever yeah. I was making bread, I was just like, nah, like, at the club, yeah, at the bar, buying shit. But as the years went by, you know, that shit's always gonna be there. So you gotta learn. Yeah, man, that's that's another big thing to to be able to save money and 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 do all that kind of stuff. But for sure, man, um, like I said, I really appreciate you being here, being my first nah, guest, bro. I appreciate yeah. the invitation. I, I really I was, hope you like the whole concept that I yeah, have. Yeah, it was cool. On. Super cool, super cool. Yeah, so, I mean, everybody can now hear us on uh, Spotify. Um, is, uh, can you tell people where to follow you on Instagram or Facebook, uh, Twitter? Instagram, Jaime Supremo. Um, that's basically the only social media I really am on. Is there any Facebook like projects time. coming up with your uh, Supremo? Yeah, Supremo? we're dropping a single, um, hopefully here in the next month, and then we also have a live album that we're dropping. Bro, you guys went ham at it last time with I that live appreciate album. Appreciate it, appreciate yeah. it. I wish I could put some of this music right now, but uh, maybe later on when I learn more knowledge of this stuff, bro, like I'll be able to play some jams. Maybe we could play a little background music or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but again, I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, if you were listening to me. And Jaime, thank you so much for, you know, believing in this. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Peace out. Peace out, man. Hey.